the Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Fibber and Molly join us in just a moment. Millions of women are delighted with Johnson's liquid cleaning and polishing wax. And well, they might be. This amazing liquid wax actually makes floor scrubbing and even mopping just as unnecessary as they are unpleasant. You see, Johnson's liquid wax is a combination of fine wax and effective dry cleaning ingredients. These dry cleaning ingredients remove all dirt and leave wood floors spotlessly clean and at the same time thoroughly waxed. You merely apply and let dry. Then buff lightly to make your floors perfectly clean and shining with a rich luster. The messy, tiresome hands and knees scrubbing that soaked the wood and roughened the grain is a thing of the past. Then, too, with Johnson's liquid wax, it's easy to touch up the heavy traffic spots when necessary. Yes, friends, I know you'll join the millions of women who have found that Johnson's liquid cleaning and polishing wax is a delightfully easy and effective way to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. Primitive man got his news by listening to the boom of a jungle drum. The savage Indian gossiped by smoke signal. Then came the telegraph, the telephone, radio... But for sheer speed and volume, nobody gets more news about more things quicker than a woman sitting around the beauty parlor. Like Mrs. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. And another thing I heard at the beauty parlor, dearie, it seems that Mrs. McDonald's basement always being flooded with water was simply because her daughter, you know, the tall, skinny one, uh, would sneak down at night and loosen the pipes because she was in love with the plumber. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know it's true is because the same girl that does Mrs. McDonald's hair does mine, too. She's a small girl with fallen arches. And uh, her name is Roselle, and she says that after Mrs. McDonald's daughter eloped with the plumber, their basement was never flooded again, and Roselle says she touches it up because it's getting so gray. Well, all basements get gray, kiddo, between the coal dust... No, 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 Mrs. McDonald's hair, I mean. Oh. And sitting right next to me, under the next dryer, was Mrs. Keith, and her husband just flew to the Philippines last week, but it's on government business, so nobody knows it, so don't tell anybody. Hey, hey, hey. Wait a minute. Was that Billy Keith's wife? Yeah, but she said... Well, no just... wonder he ran out to the Philippines. That guy owes me seven bucks. <laughs> Why, that dirty chiseler goes halfway around the world to keep him paying me my seven bucks. But that isn't why he went, dearie. The government sent him. Oh, yeah. Well, you know the right people and you can get the government to send you any place. <laughs> I knew the wrong people in 1918 and they sent me to France. <laughs> Believe me, kiddo, Billy Keith knows the right people. Mrs. Keith said he got a $5 refund on his income tax last year, too. Aha, you see, he knows where the body is buried, kiddo. He knows who's speculating in what and on whose information. (laughs) And another thing. He went into the Army as a low-down, ordinary private and come out with a commission, a technical sergeant. (laughs) 
smart. Why does he have to go all the way to the Philippine Islands to keep from paying uh, somebody? I don't know, but I'll better... Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Oh, hi, Oldtimer. My gosh, the Philippines. What you finding so hard at, Johnny? <laughs> in some kind of trouble, are you, son? Maybe I can help out. I used to be a judge, you know. What? You used to be a judge? Well, heavenly days, a judge. Municipal or state, Mr. Oldtimer? Beauty contest, daughter. <laughs> Atlantic City, back in 1911, that was. Had to give it up, though, when they started wearing them skimpy bathing suits. Skimpy in 1911? Oh, Johnny, they was awful. When them gals come prancing out in them sleeveless bathing suits, bare clear up to the elbow, mind you. And bloomers without hardly any skirts over them at all. And black cotton stockings and tennis shoes. Well, I just had to quit. <laughs> Well, it wasn't that so much, daughter, but my eyes kept bugging out so far they kept knocking my glasses off. I remember those bathing suits. It took a fairly strong girl just to walk along the beach with one of them things on. <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny, but that ain't the way I heard it. I'd be interested to know how you heard it. Well, sir, daughter, the way I heard it, one feller says to tell the feller, say, he says. Very golden, in such a hurry. Gonna see a television broadcast, says tell the feller. Is it true that television beams only reach as far as the horizon? So we here, says the first feller. Well, says tell the feller, I better keep going then. Been traveling 17 days and I ain't reached the horizon yet. <laughs> see you later, kid. Well, he was no help. And if you think I'm going to forget all about collecting my seven bucks just because Billy Keith scrammed out to the Philippines, there's no two ways about it any day in the week, irregardless. Can't you send him a letter or a cablegram? No, sir. Not another nickel will I spend on that guy. Probably fighting out the Philippines now. Oh, it's the weatherman, McGee. Hello, Mr. Williams. Hi, Fogg. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. My goodness, it must be getting colder out, Mr. Williams. I see you're wearing your earmuffs. Earmuffs? I'm... Oh, oh, <laughs> I forgot to take off my headphones. I've been busy with my shortwave radio. Oh. I am a ham, you know. Oh. Well, now, isn't that a coincidence? So is McGee, everyone says. <laughs> he don't mean that kind of a ham, Molly. He means an amateur radio operator. Hey, Fogg? Yes. It must be handy to have a shortwave set in your business, Mr. Williams. You can get the weather reports from all over the world, can't you? Oh, I do, Mrs. McGee, I do. You do? Yes. Just last night, I was talking to the British forecaster in Rangoon. He says the monsoon season has started. No kidding. Monsoon in Rangoon, eh? <laughs> you think they'll have a drought in the south, Foggy? <laughs> or maybe a little more snow and more mo snow in Kokomo? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there'll be lots of rain in eastern Maine and storms in Mandalay. There'll be heavy gales in New South Wales, and I must blow, too. Good day. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting comical, McGee. <laughs> Don't go, Mr. Williams. Uh, say, can you get the Philippine Islands by short wave? Oh, my gosh, I never thought of that. Can you get Manila, Foggy? Manila? Oh, yes, I often talk to a friend of mine down there. Quite simple, too. Just call 18JV to Manila, and if a man answers... It's him. Oh, this is wonderful. Look, come over and uh, ca 
Let me come over and talk over it, will you, Foggy? Over to your house? He wants you? to reach a friend of his down there by the name of Billy Keith, Mr. Williams. He's with the government. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, I know, Billy. I'll call my man in Manila, have him get in touch with Keith, and ask him to stand by to talk to you. Fine. Uh, would 9 o'clock this evening be all right? Oh, wonderful. Now, let's see. Uh, what time would that be in Manila? That would be about 3.30 last Wednesday, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, 9 o'clock is swell, Foggy. I appreciate this a lot. Good. I'll go home right now and start setting it up. I'll just duck out the side door here if you don't... No, 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 that's not the side... That's the hot No, no, Well, I've heard about it, but I never did believe it. I'll see you tonight, probably. to the orchestra and Papa won't you dance with me. Is it? About half past. Why? Oh, I'm just checking. Foggy says it ain't the use of our coming over before a quarter to nine. Say, you've known this Mr. Keith a long time, haven't mm. you? Uh, did you two go to school together? No, no. I met him when I was on the road sell- uh, selling hair oil. Oh? Slick up hair oil for man or beast. <laughs> on a man, it brings out the beast in women. <laughs> that must have been before I met you. I didn't know you ever sold hair oil. Oh, sure. Slick up hair oil. <laughs> the only hair oil containing genuine McCaffrey. What on earth is McCaffrey? Uh, Pat McCaffrey. He was the foreman out at the plant. Oh? <laughs> he was stirring a vat of hair oil with a long pole one day, and his foot slipped. <laughs> After that, they always listed McCaffrey among the ingredients. <laughs> Slick up hair oil with McCaffrey. Everybody thought McCaffrey must be something wonderful, and he was, too, a very nice guy. I never, <laughs> I never heard of anything. Come in. Well, come in. 
Dr. Gamble. Nice to see you, Doctor. Thank you, my dear. And good day to you, Romeo. Romeo, eh? Do I really remind you of Romeo, Doc? Yes, you do. With a built-in balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Look who's talking about a balcony. You're the only guy I know with a veranda all the way around. A stoop with a porch, you might say. McGee, now stop at this instant. Well, he makes me tired. He's got things on his mind today, Doctor. He's trying to get a call through to an old friend in Manila. Yep, in Manila. That's in the Philippines, Doctor. Those are islands, the Philippines. Thank you. But isn't it a little out of character for you to spend all that dough on a long-distance call, wallet watcher? When it comes to money, you're about as loose as wallpaper. Well, he isn't making a long-distance call, Doctor. Mr. Williams next door is getting Manila on his shortwave radio. Yes, and please omit the references to my thrifty habits, Doctor. It ill behooves one of your ill... (laughs) It ill behooves one of my which? I say it ill behooves one of your ilk to chide another for small economies. Is it true that you're putting up a new apartment building with the material you saved out of old plaster casts? <laughs> Nonsense. How could he do that? I don't know. Ask him. You shouldn't talk about me being tight, Sonny. You pull a penny out of your pocket, people crowd around to watch the Indian blink in the light of day. <laughs> and another thing. I... Oh, but I mustn't go on like this. After all, I'm local chairman for American Brotherhood Week. Oh, are you really, Doctor? Mm-hmm. And what is American Brotherhood Week? I've heard a lot about it, but I'm not quite sure. Well, it's a week dedicated to the brotherhood of man, regardless of race or creed. Hey, Ducky? Well, I didn't think it was possible, Crumble Brain, but you have finally said something with which I can agree. Certainly. You see, Molly, the idea is that nations can't expect to get along with each other if people can't. And sooner or later, if nations don't get along together... There'll be a series of loud explosions, and there won't be any more people. Heavenly days. So we start on a local level. We suggest tolerance. Going to church, for instance, doesn't mean very much if you sneer at somebody else's on the way to your own. And speaking of sneering, I have a consultation with three other doctors in just 20 minutes. I'll see you both later. (laughs) Well, good day, doctor. Bye, Molly. So long, brother. Take it easy, brother. Nah, not a bad guy, old Doc. I think I could be quite tolerant of him if he was more like me. He's always... Hey, what time is it? About half past. Stop fretting, dear. Well, I'll stop fretting when I get that guy Keith on the line, sitting down there in the Philippines, blowing in my seven bucks. Probably in some car... Hey, I wonder how much seven bucks is in Philippine dough. I'm huh? sure I don't know, dearie. My gosh, that might be 50 bucks in Philippine dough. I'll make him pay me in Philippine dough on that one. Hold it. Come in. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Molly. Hiya, pal. Hi, Junior. Hey, you interested in shortwave radio? No, not very. Why? Well, himself here is going to talk to a friend of his in the Philippine Islands tonight, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah, Billy Keith, Junior. You've seen him around the Elks Club. Tall chap with a bow tie and snapshots of his kids? (laughs) No, no, no. He's a little fellow with a pork pie hat and stomach trouble. (laughs) I don't think I know him. Well, that's odd. I don't think I ever heard a more complete description. (laughs) You're busy tonight, are you, Mr. Wilcox? Yes, I have to listen to a lot of recordings, some records I made myself. What was the idea, Junior? If you're so infatuated with your own vocal cords, why don't you just lock yourself in the shower with a good gargle? <laughs> I am not doing this to hear my own voice. Oh. I'm trying to perfect my inflections. For instance, I ask myself, which is the best way to say it? Glow coat is the finest protection that money can buy for your kitchen linoleum, or glow coat is the finest protection that money can buy for your kitchen linoleum? 
Uh, which was the best? What do you think, Iggy? Well, it's not bad, but you could never dance to it. <laughs> well, then I say to myself, Johnson's Glow Coat not only protects and preserves your linoleum and makes spilled things so easy to wipe up with a damp cloth, but brings out the coloring and gives your kitchen that sparkle of cleanliness. But Here's an it... ashtray. Here's an ashtray, Mr. Wilcox. In case you have an extra butt, you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. Now, when I say glow coat requires no rubbing or buffing and dries to a glistening protective hardness in 20 minutes or less, is it better to stress the word glow coat or the word protective? There's one thing I'd emphasize if I was you, Waxy. What's that, pal? The fact that glow coat is such a goodbye. A what? Goodbye. Oh, Goodbye. <laughs> Hey, hadn't we better get dinner over with so we'll be ready to go to Foggy's house at 8.45? Yes, I'll fix something that's easy. Uh, say, how about waffles and bacon? Great, great. We got plenty of maple syrup? Right. From Vermont, where Democrats travel by night. Uh... I'll have it ready in 20 minutes or less. Okay, Tootsie. Ha-ha, <laughs> there goes a good kid. Luckiest day in my life was the day after I proposed to her when her old man came down with laryngitis. <laughs> if he hadn't lost his voice, he'd have talked her out of marrying me just to show them. Come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, Teeny. Hey, do you know what? No, what? I'm going to talk over the short wave tonight to Manila. Gee, that's nothing, mister. Huh? My daddy and mommy talked over the short wave just this morning. They did? Sure they did, I betcha. Well. They talked over the short wave mama just got at the beauty parlor. Oh. <laughs> daddy didn't like it. <laughs> he didn't, eh? He said, who? Hmm? I said your daddy didn't like it. Like what? Her short wave. Who? Your mama. When? This morning. I know it. <laughs> You don't have to be so casual about me speaking to the Philippines, sis. That's thousands and thousands of miles away from here. Well, gee, mister, you don't have to tell me, I bet you. We had the Philippine Islands in school. Oh? The Philippine Islands lie in the Malay Archipelago and are made up of some 7,000 islands and islets. The capital is Manila on the island of Luzon, and the principal exports are tobacco, sugar, cane, coconut oil, and General MacArthur. <laughs> You sure got a retentive memory, sis. You remember everything you get in school? Oh. <laughs> Just the stuff I like, mister. I see. <laughs> I'm reading a dandy novel right now in history class. A novel in history class? Sure. <laughs> it fits right behind my history book and doesn't even show a bit of it. <laughs> oh, boy, is it ever romantic. Romantic, eh? Oh, I'll say. It's about a girl who works all the time and never has any time for boyfriends. She's a Ph.D. Ph.D.? Doctor of Philosophy? No, a poor, hard-working drip. <laughs> Anyhow, one, one night a friend of hers fixes her up with a blind date for a dance, and the boy turns out to be rich and handsome, and the girl falls head over heels in love. So they get married? Oh, no. Hmm. Her family doesn't approve of her getting married, see? Oh, I see. So she runs out on the hero and doesn't even tell him her address. Just ducks. Oh, I see. Fades like a $2 sports shirt, eh? Sure. But that doesn't stop him, I bet you. No? He drags out the throne net and tears the town up till he finds her on the last page and she falls into his arms for the finish, oh boy. <laughs> well, that's a very interesting plot, sis. That ought to make a good movie. It always has, mister. Now, what's the name of that? Cinderella. Oh. <laughs> And the little old mill. Over, under, over, under, round and round again. Tick tock went the funny old clock, and the little. 
such girls sat dreaming on a hill. Tick-tock, tick-tock, went the funny old clock, and the little old mill went round and round and round with the little old mill. Said the little Dutch boy to the little Dutch girl, when will you say I will? Tick-tock, tick-tock, went the funny old clock, and the little old mill went round and round and round with the little old mill. Down in the valley, Grandma used to tell. Manila, my friend will try to have Billy Keith on hand at nine o'clock, if they can locate him. Fine. And if he's a government man, they'll know where to look for him. <laughs> May I have your coat, Mrs. McGee? What for? Hasn't your wife got a coat of her own? Oh, just... <laughs> he means he just wants to hang it up, silly. Oh, I'm <laughs> ah, just kidding, Fog. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, if you'll just make yourselves comfortable, I'll see if I can raise Manila again. Noise on such a short way. W3KDC Wistful Vista calling 18JV2 Manila. Come in, Manila. Come in, Manila. Yeah, don't stand out there in the heat, Manila. Come on in. Hi, Steering. W3KDC Wistful Vista calling 18JV2 Manila. Come in, Manila. Oh, I'll wait a few minutes and try again. It isn't quite time yet, anyway, and I think. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Come in. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Williams, this is your house, isn't it? It's quite all right. Oh, hello, Wallace. Hey, hello, Mr. Wimple. Come in. Oh, hi, Wimp. Hello, Mr. Williams. Uh, Mr. McGee. Who's in charge here, anyhow? <laughs> this is old home week, Wallace. Sit down and relax, just like you were in your own home. <laughs> You've never been in my home, have you? <laughs> Did you ever try to relax in a living room full of sweetie face, my big old wife? <laughs> Have you and her been having trouble again, Wimp? No, no, just me. Oh. Did you ever come running downstairs, yank open the front door and dash out, and then find the screen was hooked? <laughs> Heavenly days, what brought that on, Mr. Wimple? Oh, sweetie face is so unreasonable, Mrs. McGee. Her feet got cold last night, and she made me go bring her a hot water bottle full of boiling water. Mm. And she got angry at me. My goodness, I think that was pretty decent of you, Mr. Yeah. I thought so, too. 
After all, she didn't tell me to put the stopper in it. Well, we're just about to call Manila on the radio here, Wallace. Care to stay and listen in? Oh, thank you. That'll be just peachy. Well, come on, Paul. You get with it. Let's get my seven bucks back. But, McGee, now, Mr. Williams has been trying. My goodness, don't be so impatient. No, I can't help it, kiddo. That's the way I do business. When I owe a guy money, that's one thing. But when a guy owes me, I want it right now or else. Come in, 1-8-J-V-2. Come in, Manila. Oh, come on, Manila. 1-8-J-V-2, Manila to W-3-K-D-C, Wispel Vista. Over. I've got them, McGee. Yeah. Hello, 1-8-J-V-2, stand by. Here, McGee, take it. Yeah. Say over when you're through talking. Over. Oh, boy, where'll I get a hold of that guy? I'll... Uh, hello, hello, Manila. This is W-3-K-D-C, Wispel Vista, Fibber McGee talking. Over. 1-8-J-V-2, Manila to W-3-K-D-C, Wispel Vista. Who? Over. Hmm. <laughs> W-3-K-D-C, Wispel Vista to 1-8-J-V-2, Manila. Fibber McGee, over. 1-8-J-V-2, Manila, to W-3-K-D-C, Whistle Vista. So, over. <laughs> W-3-K-D-C, Whistle Vista, to 1-8-J-V-2, Manila. You got a guy down there that owes me seven bucks, Billy Keith. My goodness, you don't have to tell a man's business to everybody. Quiet, you... Molly, they can't hear me. Get Billy Keith on the mic, bud. Tell him Fibber McGee is right on his trail. Over. 1-8-JV-2 Manila to W-3-KDC Whistle Vista. Who? Over. Dad, ratted butter. I mean, W-3-KDC Whistle Vista to 1-8-JV-2 Manila. Dad, ratted butter. I want Billy Keith. Over. It's with the government down there. Over again. Oh, isn't radio wonderful, Mr. Williams? 1-8-JV-2 Manila to W-3-KDC Whistle Vista. Oh, him. Over. <laughs> Yeah, him. Over. He's not here. Over. This is almost as quick as swimming. Over. Where is he? Dad Rabbit, he owes me dough, and if he thinks he's going to get away with it, he's got another thing coming. Over. 1-8-JV-2 Manila to W-3-KDC Wispel Vista. Keys went back to States day before yesterday. Civilian Airlines, that is all. Out. Uh, yeah, but wait a minute. Hey, hey, bud, hey. How do you jiggle the hook on this thing, Foggy? They cut me off. Oh, I- I'm sorry, McGee, but they've evidently gone off the air. But, McGee, the man said Mr. Keith had gone home, so... Oh, pardon me. We've got company again. Come in. Oh, hi there, Williams. I hope you don't mind me dropping in. But... Well, well, Billy Keith. Come right in, Billy. We were just talking about you. Thought maybe I'd find you over here, McGee. Huh? Hello, Mrs. McGee. I stopped by to pay you that seven bucks I owe you, McGee. Well, Billy Keith, old man. Why, shucks, that was, there wasn't any rush. My gosh. <laughs> well, thanks, but my gosh, I never worried about that seven bucks for a minute. Hmm. Good. Now, would you mind letting me have my $200 watch back that you're holding for security? Over? Yes, Mr. Wimple, all over. <laughs> Have you ever thought how constant walking wears out your linoleum floors? Well, now there's a way to protect them from such costly wear, you know. A way that adds beauty and makes them easy to keep clean at the same time. Use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Instead of walking on your floors, you'll be walking on a shining, gleaming film of tough wax. Your hard heels and soles never harm the fine surfaces. Those surfaces are safe under that beautiful protective film of glow coat. The colors of the linoleum will take on a new gleaming beauty with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. 
The new glow coat, you know, shines nearly twice as bright as ever before. Add that new gleaming brightness to the protective qualities of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, and lady, you've really got something. With glow coat, you've got something that really brings out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. McGee, to the Philippines and back again in only a week. Yeah, his wife was sore because he was gone so long. Started to ball him out almost before he got off the plane. Flipper? And he wanted to, but there was a cop... Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, good night. Good night, all. Over. <laughs> of Johnson's Wax Products, Racine, Wisconsin, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each Tuesday night. Be with us again next week, won't you? Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.